0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2107, How to Avoid Sabotaging Yourself to Be Accepted, by Beth Whitted clayton with markfisherfitness.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Welcome back to our Sunday bonus episode, where I share an article with you from a different podcast in our network to keep your life nice and optimized. Today's episode comes from Optimal Health Daily, you can find that show wherever you're listening to this. And with that, here's Dr. Neal with the post and commentary as we optimize your life.
1: How to Avoid Sabotaging Yourself to be Accepted by Beth Whittig clayton with markfisherfitness.com Once upon a time, I was working with an actress who was on the brink of big success. She had tasted some pretty incredible opportunities but something was keeping her feeling stuck and she wasn't quite sure what it was. She wasn't booking and she didn't feel like she was hitting it out of the park anymore. Now, as any in the industry knows, she could have been hitting it out of the park and still not booking, but somewhere in her, she knew that wasn't the case. She knew she wasn't putting her best foot forward. She was creating excuses to avoid responsibility for the vision she created, for her body, health, and career. When we dug deep one day, we realized how clear the reasons beneath the sabotage really were. The reason she was having trouble following through was because deep down, she felt if she succeeded on a new level, it could affect or hurt the people closest to her. It could make her circle of friends, mostly actors, compare themselves. The unknown could threaten the relationship with a partner she loved. If her relationship with food was no longer holding her back, she might just be more powerful then she knew how to handle. She just might wind up in a position where those closest to her decided she was too big for her britches. They might reject her. They might leave her out. She might wind up alone. Why do I bring this up? I bring this up because I see this all the time. This, my friends, is classic self-sabotage. There are two types of self-sabotage that can creep into our best efforts like tar and clog it all up. Number one, our own inner fear of change. Better than the devil we know, right? And number two, fear of losing love and acceptance from friends, family, or our community. This second type of sabotage gets right to the root of our most primal instincts to fit in, to be validated, and to seek love, lest we be left alone to fend for ourselves. I hear of this quite often when clients start to succeed and get what they want. They feel their friends and family are diminishing the experience. They may say things like, are you going to go anorexic on me? When the person is totally at a healthy weight, by the way. If you stop drinking as much, what the hell are we gonna do together? Or, you're fine the way you are, I don't want you to change. Or, you are so boring now, I liked you better before. Or finally, you're all weird since you started doing X, Y, Z. When we look at the reasons someone might say these things, it's not hard to see what it typically has to do with their own fear. They may fear losing that person as they change. They may fear how that person's success may reflect on their own and make them question themselves in an uncomfortable way. So they may invalidate the person succeeding to lessen that feeling of discomfort or failure and to cover up their own avoidance of taking responsibility in their lives. Without the courage to risk and fail, they may even hope their friend fails. Or the person trying to succeed may be creating a story that isn't actually occurring, which is a very real possibility. They could be taking someone's comments to mean they're going to be rejected, even when that was not intended, especially if part of the way they bond with one another is through the activity that is now changing, like drinking or eating. What if my partner and I can't eat cookies in bed together anymore? What if my best friend and I can't bond over what a mess our work lives are anymore? Bring on the sabotage. Security, safety, belonging, and acceptance have now been threatened, whether it was intended or not. Bring on the sugar, bring on the booze, screw the gym. They may start slacking off at work and sleeping in. They are willing to trade in their vision and their own happiness to ensure safety in their relationships. Does this sound familiar to you? If so, how can you step out of your own way? Recognize self-sabotage for what it is. Yes, it does prey on your survival instinct, but once there is awareness, you can create a new possibility for how you interact with it. You can start to see that the voices in our heads are not indeed you, but part of a constantly running commentary designed to fix perceived problems and avoid emotional risk. The voice may say, Get one more glass of wine so no one makes fun of you again. Or, order the cheese fries so she doesn't feel fat. You do not need to let them own you, but rather simply acknowledge them for what they are, a coping mechanism to keep you feeling safe. The voices may yell and scream like children do. They tend to throw the tantrum as the last resort. You, however, are still in the driver's seat. Accept that relationships will change regardless, and that's okay. When I became a health coach and started taking more responsibility for myself and my life, a lot of my relationships did start to change as a lot of my relationships were based on commiserating about my acting. Some friendships actually became 10 times stronger and some fell away. New and stronger relationships emerged. That is a natural part of personal change and will happen regardless of whether you hide from it as others will also be changing. You can sit in the driver's seat and stand for relationships that are important to you from a place of honesty and empowerment. Empower your friends and family by being the change and asking for their support. When clients experience this, I sometimes ask, what made you come to me in the first place? Typically, tension, discomfort, and dissatisfaction preempted their reaching out and seeking support. By making themselves smaller and breaking their words to themselves, they not only sabotage themselves, but also enable the people they care about to sit in their own dissatisfaction longer. If someone feels threatened, it is because they desire something more for themselves, but may not yet have the courage to try. Give your friends or family the benefit of the doubt. If you feel they are hurting you as you change, be honest about your observations and ask for their help in the opportunity you are creating for yourself. Invite them into supporting you and share what that would mean to you. By doing this, you can step out of self-sabotage and into possibility, and maybe they could too. P.S. That actress from the beginning has now broken through her glass ceiling. She is kicking and taking names. Just saying. You just listened to the post titled "How to Avoid Sabotaging Yourself to Be Accepted" by Beth Witted Clayton with MarkfisherFitness.com.
0: If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news, there's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable.
1: Dr. Neal here for my commentary. I used to instruct group weight management classes. These classes were for patients whose doctors referred them because they needed to lose weight. It was a 12-week class, and each week for an hour and a half, we would discuss topics like diet, the ABCs of creating new habits, the importance of exercise, you know, the usual. But by week six, the class's midpoint, we switched gears. We left all of that typical stuff behind and we talked about things like avoiding relapse. The other topic, self-sabotage. Self-sabotage was so common that we had to discuss it. Patients would fear that by losing weight, their partners, their friends, and their family would think differently of them. Their partners would worry that if they started to lose too much weight and look too good, they would leave them for someone else. It was no wonder these patients were both excited and afraid about the attention they would get as a result of their new appearance. You want to know the advice I would give to these patients? Well, today's author, Beth, explained it perfectly. Approach those closest to you and share your goals with them. Ask them for their love and support. This signals to them. That the you they have always known and loved isn't going away. Instead, you're just realizing your potential. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow for another Friday Q&A episode and where your optimal life awaits.